In last week's episode, our heroes ran into a couple of puzzles while underneath the Blowed Mansion. The first puzzle was a clock puzzle where we met our new favorite character, Jerry. And then they did a steam puzzle, which was also exciting, but it didn't have Jerry. I wonder what'll happen next in this week's episode of Vulcan Fantasy. Hello and welcome to Folk and Fantasy, an improvised podcast with very heavy 5th edition D&D elements. I am your host, Shelby, and tonight we have a very special little boy with us. Um, <laughs> uh, if I could have my, my two friends over here, just uh, get your vocals ready and... Uh, <clears throat> are we ready? <laughs> and a one, and a two, and a... birthday peter oh guys you shouldn't have (laughs) (laughs) we wanted to sing you a special song we've been rehearsing together all week yeah Uh, good grief uh, all week you never that explains (laughs) that explains everything we wanted to give you a new uh phone ringtone so there you go we're just gonna splice that out for you and let that be your new uh everything every time we give you a call every time you get a text message uh but 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 then i get spam calls and i just usually let those ring so now i've got to listen to that thing maybe twice are we or are we not the most important things to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Thank you. Good, good. <laughs> that, that was, was a correct way answer. better answer than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, so I guess I'm the host today. Uh, I'm Shelby. Nice to meet you. I'm going to throw it over to my good friend, Peter, whose birthday it is. Yes, it is. As, uh, as of this recording, it is, in fact, my big old birthday. I, I got to bring bring him my, my significant other to record tonight. Woo! Yeah, come up to the microphone. Come up, say hello. Hello, it's Teddy. I'm Peter's significant other. Yeah. Yay! Yay! We're so yeah. excited to have you in the room with us tonight. Please don't cause too much of a ruckus or we'll have to kick you out. We do have security here. Her name is Ruby, and she's very aggressive. Extremely. I don't want to anger Ruby. I'll be quiet. <laughs> Uh, um, that you you can talk if you'd like to talk. Oh, I, can I talk now? <laughs> yes. Am you can I talk allowed? <laughs> you, uh, yeah. As the DM, we will allow you to moment. All right. That's talk. great. That's great. Um, moment's yeah. over. You're done. Fuck. Chase, introduce yourself. Uh, hi, I'm Chase. Um, my fun story for the week is remember a couple weeks ago when we tried to figure out what unconventional D and D classes we were. Yes. And I was I was trash artificer. Yes. Yeah. I found out this week I actually am a trash artificer. Elaborate. Like, confirmed. First, first step is admitting admitting <laughs> you have a problem. problem. <laughs> so the other day we were in Julia's car uh-huh. and she got a flat tire. So we pull over whole bunch of issues right off the bat. First issue is, is that the spare tire is in the trunk, like spare tires usually are. 
Issue being that the trunk doesn't open. Um, you can't, oh. The trunk release doesn't work. You can stick a key in the trunk and turn the key and nothing happens. You can't get into the trunk. Um, and she doesn't have a car where the seats fold down either. So there's not a good way to get into the trunk. I was able to peel back the back cushions and there's a little like five inch wide hole that you could stick an arm into to theoretically reach the uh, trunk release if you had an eight foot arm, which I <laughs> don't, dear listeners. Are you sure? He does have an eight foot penis though, so Chase's cack that. to I save the day. I couldn't get the angle right. Anyways. Because the curve is the curve. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that why you walk so wonky? You have like one bow leg. <laughs> it's tucked. Yeah. Um, right into your sock. I had to. Um, I had to get an extension cord and a uh, windshield wiper, and I made a little lasso out of the extension cord, and I was able to lasso the trunk release and open it from the inside. And that's when I knew I was a junk artificer, a, a garbage artificer. Yeah, most people would say that call themselves like a MacGyver or something like. No, that. no, no, no. no. <laughs> MacGyver, sure. Did I shout that out loud as I fixed it? Okay, yeah. And then immediately decided, no, 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 no. Trash artificer. That's really impressive. Thank you, I am. I'm very impressed. Oh. <laughs> uh, do you want to know my fun story? Yes. Is- no, we got to get Aaron to introduce himself. Oh, yeah, Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. Uh, Chase, I have to let you know... Uh, I had a voice student today, and I, you know, it's like they come in, and I'm like, "Hey, how you doing?" And they're like, "Oh, good." And then they immediately were like, "So I went to the place that Chase works, and with some friends because I, one of my friends is a foreign exchange student, and they're leaving tomorrow, oh, and the, like we were wanting to get them to do everything in Rockford, so we go to the to the place where Chase works, and <laughs> they were they started talking about how." some employee was so mean to them and was like was really like inquisitive about what what they were doing there and they were like do you have a child with you and they were like yes this is our child but like really like this is this is our friend that's like leaving the country tomorrow and we're like wanting them to like have a good time and they were like really like uncool and really skeptical about these teenagers and <laughs> your place of business which is understandable uh, but they were talking about this, and I, as they're telling me the story, I was getting so excited to be like, how fucking dare you, Chase? <laughs> how dare you be so cruel to my student? It wasn't me! Well, <laughs> and then they were like, <laughs> they they kept going, and I was like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. And they were like, yeah, and this woman, and I was like, no, don't tell me that part. <laughs> Give me plausible deniability to yell at my friend. <laughs> It would have been he, so fun. He yelled at me anyway, so yeah. he got it. He's, he's fine. We, um, in in our defense, we did have some teenage vandals this past week. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Maybe it was them. I don't think Probably it was them. Probably not them, no. Could have been them. Do everything in Rockford. Do everything, Do everything in, Rockford. in Rockford. Vandalize some uh-huh. stuff. That's true. Shelby, you had a story. Of course, it's another animal story. So, yes. Um, I think I'll... I got a little jingle. A little jingle? A little jingle for when I have an animal story. Uh, Shelby's Animal Corner. What wacky story will she tell today? 
Yeah, that's my jingle. It's <laughs> <laughs> a great jingle. I just made it up right now. It's good. Um, so on Saturday, I was working at the the place I work. And I was the manager on duty for the day, so that just means I, I kind of take care of business and address any problems. And I get a call from our maintenance guy. He's like, listen, I got to shut down the playground. There's a snapping turtle trying to lay eggs out here. And I was like, I'm sorry, did you say snapping turtle trying to lay eggs in our playground? And he was like, yes, ma'am, I did, and I'm too scared to move it. And I said, well, you're in luck, because I've moved snapping turtles in the past, and I'm coming <laughs> out there right now with a pair of gloves and a dog cage. <laughs> so I drove down there picked her up by the back of her shell she was not happy she's trying to bite me the whole time she hadn't laid any eggs yet and it wasn't an alligator snapping turtle those are apparently illegal to move but i put her in a dog cage and i brought her out into the middle of the woods and it wasn't something that i thought i'd be doing that day but i did and uh she smelled really bad but that was a cool experience and then the second thing happened was it just yesterday yeah i thought it was the same day oh no it was yesterday yesterday we get a call. Uh, hey, there's four roosters out here. We don't know where they came from. Can you please come rescue them? And my boss was like, I don't know. That's a lot. We've got a lot going on. And I said, don't worry. I got you. And so I drove out there to rescue these four roosters. And three of them were super friendly. I mean, two of them were kind of given chase. We got one of them. Given chase, get it? <laughs> and then the last one just did not want us around him at all so we're chasing this rooster through the woods eventually more and more people are coming out of the the building where they found the roosters and trying to help us and we ended up with six people trying to corral this one rooster who was a slippery <laughs> little bastard we're in a circle like with our hands linked like slowly encroaching on him and he just kept getting around us until we eventually pinned him to a building and got him. <laughs> he was really nice. He didn't try to peck us or anything. They were all very sweet. Oh, so he was just having fun. Then I've got the four roosters in my car. Now, mind you, I ha I have an SUV. I don't have a truck. I don't have a big van or anything. I've just got my car that I've now had two goats, one bunny, a duck, and four roosters in. And these roosters are in my car, and they start cock-a-doodle-doing, and my ears are bleeding... So I roll down the windows so that the sound has somewhere to go and I'm at a stoplight and they start cock-a-doodle doing and the dude in the car next to me is like freaking out, looking everywhere to figure out where the fuck this rooster noise came from and it was just, it gave me a lot of joy to know that they're just in my backseat and this dude is like looking everywhere for these roosters and he can't find them. So that's my fun animal story. I love it. That's Thank give you. us the jingle again. Poor guy. Um, Shelby's animal stories. What wacky thing will she say today? Yeah, I think that was the same thing. I think that was that really pretty. <laughs> More or less. Maybe, maybe, maybe a little off rhythmically. Okay, Ooh, excuse uh, me. I, I love the idea that we're introducing jingles for uh constant, uh, uh, like the the topics we bring up all the time uh i'm especially excited to hear chase's jingle for when he tells a child shat himself stories again yeah he's told one of those he's told two he's told two shoes let's do this shit again <laughs> I, i've got a story to tell is there a jingle uh no Make a Give jingle. us a jingle or get off the fucking show give Peter. us a jingle birthday boy
Is that it? Yeah. All right. It was it, something, I guess. Oh, well, it's something. Go for it, Peter. All right. So many of you guys know that I'm a delivery driver for company that Peter works for. What? No. <laughs> and um, so today um, I'm working today. Yep. On my birthday. I have a lot to do in what I have for my job today. Um. But it's, I get to one house, and they get, like, a really big box, and so I'm offloading this, and I need you guys to close your eyes for a second. Okay, they're closed. If I do that, I'm going to sleep. Okay. I have bad news. <laughs> all right. Um, Mine are closed. All right. Now, I want you to imagine the kid from Up, Russell. Yeah? I'm imagining him. Whoa, that's a really big fucking box. <laughs> I swear to God, this kid sounded exactly like the like Russell from Up. It was like it was like almost exact. And I didn't think about it much at the time cuz cuz where I delivered to, you know, um they're kind of uh, people are pretty much surrounded by uh specific flags cursing out a specific politician. Mm. And mm. yeah. Um but, you know, I so I was like, okay, that's where he found the word whatever. And then I get in the car and just like I kid sounded like freaking Russell from Up. <laughs> Can I open my Russell. eyes? Yes, you may. Oh, thank God. I think that's perfect because you sound a lot like Kevin from Up sometimes. The bird? Yeah. The, the, oh, the bird. The yeah, dog's that's dog. fair. Yeah, the dog's dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, cute. no, that makes sense. Hey, you guys want to play some D&D? &D? No! Uh, How does uh, that feel, Peter? How does it feel to get shut down like that? Happy Bryce. birthday! No, I don't want to play D&D! Hey, let's play D&D. Bryce liked our Facebook posts that I just remembered to post right now. Thanks, Bryce! Thanks, Bryce! Thanks, Bryce. <laughs> <laughs> Your pal! It's <laughs> also right. the drummer in my band. Anyway, our heroes, Roe, Jameson, and Chester, are still hey. making their way down through the dank, disgusting depths of the underside of Blowed Manor. However, they've come to a particular spot where things are eerily perfect dimension-wise. These dimensions are eerily perfect. <laughs> what the fuck does it that mean, It is eerie, isn't it? Almost as if it's uncanny. However, they have hit the. They've come up to a series of valves. They put in. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I dropped Pikachu. Pikachu. <laughs> Sorry. Please continue. Is Pikachu okay? It's okay. God fucking damn it! Can't believe she dropped Pikachu. My son. <laughs> My son. <laughs> I remember that episode of Pokemon where Ash just kept calling Pikachu My his God. son. <laughs> I also remember the episode where Ash gave birth to Pikachu. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. It was strangely graphic. I didn't like that episode. I didn't either, but it does stick in your head. Uh, like you guys trauma. don't understand art. <laughs> so in any case, 
You all have figured out the valve puzzle. Mm-hmm. And as a result, you hear a loud rumbling underneath you. Rumble, 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 rumble. Uh, Chester turns back and looks at the, the glass floor we were previously standing on. Yes. Or are we still standing on it? Uh, you're still standing on it. Oh, shit. <laughs> I look at my feet. Um, you see one of the elevators that you've previously seen approaching you very rapidly. Like, I, I think it's going to break the glass? Yes. Oh, no. Uh, Chester grabs his two compadres here, and he runs to wherever, like, would put him put us directly above the elevator, because I don't want to fall in lava. Like, if this glass floor is breaking, I don't want us to fall into lava. Okay. I let myself be grabbed. Um, excuse me. You're excused. But I don't think you want to be, because if you were, if you excuse, you're gonna, you're gonna burn up, bro. Your flesh is gonna burn. <laughs> you're gonna catch fire, bro. <laughs> God, it's gonna smell so bad. Have you ever smelled roasting flesh? I have. My dad's got a real fucked up sense of humor. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and writing that down for later. Learned some things today. <laughs> yeah, I, I throw people into a big old furnace. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Have I not been clear about this? My dad is the scum of the earth. I love him dearly. <laughs> have I not shown you guys my comedy bit yet? <laughs> um, we haven't really talked about your family life. Can we... Should we chat now? No, not right now. If you look down, you'll see the fucking floor crinkling and cracking beneath you. Okay, we'll put a pin in it, but at some point, I'm going to crack you. Smash! I've been cracked! <laughs> um, can I get a dexterity check from everyone? Seven. I need my gay dice for Pride Month! That's, Woo! That's a five. Guys. No, a five! Okay, and what did you get? Also a five. Okay. We all did really bad. Yeah, that's how it seems like. As uh, the glass floor underneath you shatters, you um, see the elevator um, come up from underneath you. All of you lose hold of each other as the elevator reaches the very top. I need a strength check now from every 25. 25. Okay. <laughs> I've stronked well. Okay. 10. 10. Okay. Uh, 14. 14. All right. So all of you actually succeed on this. Shoot. So, um, with a 10. All right. Yep. I mean, I'll take it. <laughs> check wasn't hard. What are you doing? I'm sorry. You're right. <laughs> As the elevator reaches its zenith, um, and you guys fail to stay on the very top of it, all of you are able to grab a hold of the sides of the elevator, which in this instance is actually like a cage. Uh, surrounding the outside of this elevator is a whole bunch of fungal growths. Inside, you see a, uh, another statue that you've previously seen. However, this one has a pawn for their chess piece head. However, more disturbingly, is some sort of mechanical beast 
inside, and it also looks completely addled with fungal growth. And it is encircling the pawn-headed statue piece. A pawn. Does, does it look like we've got time to sit and discuss for a minute, or are we about to die? Uh, you might be about to die. The, uh, the mechanical creature is inside the elevator. With us. No, you guys aren't even inside the elevator. Oh, you guys are on the outside, the outside yeah, of it. It's a, oh, it's a bird okay. cage. Okay. It is a bird cage, and you are on the outside while this creature is scrambling around inside. Is this the keep alive one? I do not remember. I was not there for introductions of these people you keep referring to. Uh, who's got who's got their sheet? Okay, so we already did. Um, <laughs> Just imagining we're hanging off the side of this thing, and uh, Jameson's like pulling out this note to try to read it to figure uh, out what we're supposed to do. Jameson's swole boy, so he's like holding on with one arm, like at a right angle. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I've got okay. We already did house mini horsey. That was the horse one. Yes. I should do that in character. We already did House Mini Horsey. That was the horse one. Right. Yeah. We did Peen Linguini. Yes. Um, the other two are House Biscoffee and House Manischewitz. I don't remember which was which. It was many episodes ago. Bis- Biscoffee was just the lady, I think. And Manischewitz was the other one. God, I'm so bad. The bird. Manischewitz was the air cobra. Did which he have is the, the bird cage? Hmm? Oh, did he have anything uh, um special about him that seemed pawnish? Well, P- Peter's saying things. Go for it, Peter. History check. Yes. History check. If we're gonna hear otherwise. Can I also, since I was also there for the introductions? Eight. Eight. Okay. Seven. Seven. <laughs> um, going to jail. Yeah, there was not an Aarakocra. There was a centaur. There were two humans and kind of a gray. Oh yeah, like stony, stony, stony face kind there of guy. Wasn't an Aarakocra. Oh. Well, you know, there was. It says, um, for one of them we go for the arms, and for the other one we keep alive. And if we go for the arms, I do not think we will be killing it. You think we should just keep alive here? Keep what alive? Which one are we keeping alive? Alright, first things first. I can't hold on much fucking longer. I'm getting inside the cage. Pookie? There's there's the uh, mechanical beast inside the cage. Scary Pookie. Yeah, you going in there? Yeah, I I think so. I don't... Alright, um... Roll initiative. Uh, 21. 21? Okay, what's your uh, dexterity modifier? Plus two. Okay. Thirteen. And nineteen. Um, so first off, this thing is going to uh, attack you with um, one of its like sharp appendages. So that is uh, 24 to hit. Yeah. So 13 points of slashing damage. 13? 13. 13. Okay. And now you're the only one in the cage with it. It's going to attack again. Uh, 16 to hit. Uh, Chester is going to reaction cast shield on himself. Okay. So that will not hit. It would have meet and beat, but nah. All right, then. So um, 
as this thing is now activated, it um, it also seems to be rotting very quickly with some of the fungal growth that's on it. And you see from the from its face, like a force laser just shoot out in a random direction. And you see some of the uh, some of that room that you were previously in crumble away underneath you guys. Jameson, it is your turn. Jameson is going to check and see if there are any um, connection points at the top of the cage. Like, is there like a bolt or something at the top of the cage? How is this hanging right now? Uh, roll me an investigation check. Okay. Uh, five. Five? I mean, even with that kind of roll, you can kind of tell that uh, that there it's kind of a platform that comes up from underneath. Okay. Can Jameson try and push the cage off the platform? The whole cage? Chester's in there. He can get out, hopefully. I'm going to need a strength. He, okay, okay, maybe this. I'm testing to see if I can move it. I'm going to give it a little shove, a little nudge. But maybe not push it all the way yet, as my bunny friend is inside of the cage. Okay, I so like. I'm not I... fully pushing. You're 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 wanting to check to see if you can push it. Yeah, make a strength check. Okay, uh, that'd be a seventeen. Seventeen. So you're not a- exactly able to push too much of this cage. Uh-huh. However, you are able to understand that there, with the mushrooms growing on the cage, that it's. It's uh, rotted to the point where with enough force, you could probably push this entire cage off of its uh, bearings. Okay, so I could I could if I wanted to. You could if you wanted to. Okay. In that case, I'm going to shout, Chester, get the fuck out of there! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I got that from the fucking 13 damage from fucking slashing. Chester. Chester is going to disengage from this thing so that it doesn't get an opportunity attack and he's gonna get the fuck out of there. Alright, I can hang on to the edge of the cage a little bit longer I guess. Based on on what we said when I first asked when I looked down, I assumed the entire glass floor shattered. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, so there's no place to stand outside of inside the cage or holding on to the outside of Um, the cage. Yes, but there 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 is some like mechanical flooring like, probably about a five-foot leap away from the cage. I'm confused. How did Jameson push it? I'm also confused, but I wasn't going to say anything. <laughs> Shelby, so, you okay, got to okay, stop pointing me. out our plot excuse holes. Me. I'm sorry. I'm just trying to picture it. So, all right. Allow me to elaborate better. Um, so, forget the five-foot leap. Okay. I, I, screwed, I screwed up how I wanted to say that. The glass pane that had previously shattered was about five feet across oh so when so yeah it's it was like a long panel of glass that was that has since been shattered so there is still floor i thought it was only glass when we first entered this space i would not have forced this on top of a a fucking birdcage okay don't worry, guys. I'm going to be the one who dies. So it's... <laughs> no, you will not. I'm pretty fucking close. If that's one fucking hit, I don't know, guys. This isn't even the boss, you know. We'll mourn you. I appreciate <laughs> that. Makes you feel better. Wait. 
Doesn't make me feel worse, I guess. <laughs> you see this thing, like, shorting out as it is uh, trying to move forward. Is it related to Pookie? I swear, guys. I'm sorry, Pookie. I'm sorry. What would Chester like to do? Uh, I, I mean, Chester disengaged and got out of the cage. Uh so, yeah. I, I think that is still the the plan of attack. Um, can can I roll a history check to better remember which one of the people we met was which? Okay. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Lady Biscoffy was the board was the board woman. Okay. She was definitely not the centaur or the um, clergyman. Right. Clergyman was Ping Linguini. Yes. And Centaur was Mini Horsey. Centaur was Mini Horsey. Mm-hmm. And then the other one had a different name. Yes. His name was Mason. And he was the rock boy. He was the rock boy. I don't know which of those is going to be pawn. Does anyone know of a synonym of board that means pawn? <laughs> Peter hit the word board really hard there. Um, with an 18, I will say that uh, uh, Lady Biscoffy was the head of the <laughs> workers guild oh so it sounds like pawns oh god unless, that's so disrespectful unless, to the service industry <laughs> unless since she's the head she's the queen and that's also why she was bored i'm uh, listen i i think we can go for the arm see what happens hitting an arm should not kill somebody although but we that would be hitting the statue right not the not the thing wouldn't that right? make the cage fall but when you say go for the arms, do you mean on the the thing that fucking hit me so hard? Or are you talking about on the pawn statue? On the pawn statue. Yeah. Let's do it. But in Whose order... Whose turn is it? Hold on. But let's say let's say it, it works. We hit the arms and it does go down. That We're not in it right now. We'd have to be in the fucking cage. And uh, let me tell you, I'm not a big fucking fan of that plane. Is it my turn? So, so uh, <laughs> Chester still needs an action. I disengaged. Oh, you you did that as an action, not as a bonus action, a thing that rogues can do? Oh, that's right. That is a thing <laughs> rogues can do. <laughs> what a bastard way to say that. <laughs> um, but but I will say that throughout all of this discussion, the, uh, the edged appendages of the mechanical creature is like extending out from inside this birdcage. Don't like that. <laughs> like it, it's like trying to like trying stab to you guys. For yes. For my action, then I will uh, ray of frost on it to try to slow down not only it but like its arm movements. Okay. Uh, Fifteen. Fifteen misses. Hey yo, fuck this thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ro, it is now your turn. Okay, so this thing hurt Chester real bad. Yes. Chester's no longer in the cage with it. Yes. Jameson's not in the cage with it. Yes, correct. Is it is the pawn thing close enough to the edge of the cage that I could get my quarterstaff in there to hit it like through the cage without actually being in there? I will say yes. Okay. So she's going to cast Shillelagh on the quarterstaff, first of all. Mm-hmm. And then she's going to... Try to smack it through the bars of the cage. All right. That's an 18 to hit. Okay. So I would like you to roll me a quick dexterity check. 12. 12. All right, then. 
as you barely even tap of the arms of this statue, you barely are able to take your arm out before the elevator effectively plummets with the creature still inside. Okay. We are out of initiative as it stands right now. Uh, and we're not on the elevator anymore? You are not on it. Okay. Thank God. <laughs> what the fuck was that? Yeah, I wasn't a huge fan. That was a little... It's a little nerve-wracking, guys. I didn't like that so much. Chester, are you okay? I'm that fucking hurt. But also, the 13 damage I took didn't actually, like, apply itself. One second. <laughs> now I'm really hurt. <laughs> Ro walks over to Chester. Okay. And takes both of her hands and puts one on each side of his head and casts What cure. are you doing? What are you doing? She doesn't say anything. She casts cure wounds. <laughs> Whoa! Oh! <laughs> and oh! Jesus. You're healed for 11 because I rolled bad, but still. Hey, that's huge. Appreciated. Do you feel better? That was, I think I, I think I had a headache and didn't know it on top of all the other bullshit, you know? So yeah, I feel, I feel a lot better. Okay. okay. Good. Good. So, Jameson, which, we hit the arm, mm. so that means that was in relation to which fucking one? That was Biscoffy, so the what, lady. So what the fuck? What the fuck was that thing that was in it? In the cage with it. I'm sure it was some other type of trap. I mean, were you expecting to not run into any enemies? I wasn't expecting that fucking... That that was not natural. That was not planned, bro. I, like, if if Trapidius put these fucking mushrooms in all this bullshit, why wouldn't Silster have told us about the fucking mushrooms? Um, Look at this! And Chester grabs the sheet from Jameson and, like, flashes it in front of Ro's face. No fucking mushrooms mentioned, Ro! Silster only gave us what Trapedius put in his book. Maybe these mushrooms came after Trapedius, or maybe he simply did not want to warn people about the mushrooms. Which brings me back to my question. What the fuck was in that cage? A monster. Yeah, I, I kind of have a feeling that these mushrooms are, are something else. That just happened to be in every one of the fucking little bullshit things Trapedius put together? Ominous, isn't it? <laughs> Was that Silster's voice? <laughs> uh, you do notice that the uh, that the valve puzzle has reset itself. Like, there's no oh. more steam coming out from it. Oh, yes, oh, that's a good thing. I, I got nervous for a second that we did something wrong, but I, that's probably good. That's... Yeah, because otherwise, how would we get the elevator back up? Yeah. Suspicious. So we have to redo the puzzle? Yeah, but I'm not going to make you guys do that again. You okay. just say we redo the puzzle. We redo the puzzle. Okay. <laughs> well, hold on. Before we do that, should we plan some form of attack for this? That, that like... Oh, yeah, because the next one, our hint is keep alive. And we need to decide if that means keep ourselves alive or keep the chess piece alive. Hmm, I would assume it means keep the chest piece alive because chest the chest piece alive <laughs> because if it I I mean we're just generally going to try to keep ourselves alive, right? Yeah, and 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 the other ones were all, you know, go for the legs and it meant the chest piece legs. Correct. So I I would assume it means keep the chest piece alive. Okay. What, what's the name attached to that list? 
uh, Manischewitz, which I believe was Mason, the rock boy. But your history check was better than mine was. So you <laughs> yeah, that, that was right. Tell me. Ma- Mason, the rock boy. Also, I would like to note, I think we're out of puzzle hints at this point. That's all of them. I'm ready. I'm ready oh, to go. Oh, so hold on. Uh, Peter, yes. underneath the mushrooms, it sounded mechanical. Uh, yes. Like one of the like quadrupod, like one of the the Nodrons. Robot- yeah, one of the Nodrons. The beeps. No, I, 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 if I'm understanding correctly, like underneath the um, underneath the mushroom exterior, I don't believe that it. I'm not led to believe that it's another one of the things we've already fought. In case. Yes, this this thing that you fought very briefly was something completely different. Fine, fuck it. If you guys want to do it and bring it up, I, I'm i fine if we want to just hang out the end and shoot the fucking shit out of it. I'm a little scared of whatever the fuck that was. Yeah, it wasn't great. I'll, I'll agree with that. Not a huge fan. Got some smoke bombs I could throw at it. I mean, we have we have to. Yeah, I know we have to. I just I was hoping maybe we could have a better plan than let's see if we do better this time. Cause well, and and keep the next thing alive. Keep the chess piece alive. I'm okay. scared this this thing in the cage is the other chess piece. My biggest fear Ooh. is that our expectation is that we have to just get in the fucking elevator, hit the arms, and then hope we live long enough <laughs> to get to the bottom. I see what you're saying. Yeah, that. That kind of sucks a little, but okay. maybe not. We'll, we'll, we'll play it by ear. <laughs> Just, um, I, I've been studying, mm-hmm. and I am going to do something, and then we can fight it. You see Ro concentrate really hard, and then her body starts contorting as she casts some um, wild shape, okay. and she turns into a velociraptor. I like what you've done with your arms. I was really scared when she said, I've been studying, that this was going to be some like, the pen is mightier than the sword. But I'm glad that you got swords for teeth right now, Ro. Pookie, Pookie waddles over to you, Ro, and hugs your uh, your your big meaty leg. <laughs> the, the velociraptor like gestures towards the, the valves like, Cool. Well, do it. Do it then. <laughs> Why don't you, bro? <laughs> so, who calls up the elevator? Not Ro. Julius tries to do the valves, but he doesn't. He can't do it very well. Squeak. Chester does the valves subtly to make Julius think he did the valves. <laughs> and then Julius is actually going to sit on um, Chester's shoulder because there's not a good spot to hold on to the Velociraptor. As you finish the puzzle, you hear gears whine, and you feel, and you hear um, mechanical nonsense happening in the floor beneath you. However, the elevator this time seems to come up gently, and you see inside the cage. Due to the rapid drop, the mechanical creature inside is destroyed beyond all reason. That's good. I um when you said gears wine, all I can think is, man, I really fucking hate being a gear. <laughs> this sucks. 
all day long just grinding against Jerry. Kind of spin around all the time. I kind of like it. I wish I was a counterclockwise gear. I'm just a clockwise gear. Sucks. Nothing special about me. I'm just another cog in the machine. (laughs) (laughs) But the thing is that the machine is dead. The machine machine inside the elevator is dead. Thank goodness. Um, the Velociraptor kind of hangs its head like, why the fuck did I do this (laughs) if this thing's already dead? Um, but I'm gonna... Ro is gonna continue being a Velociraptor because she's still expecting something to happen. Clever girl. (laughs) (laughs) Uh Ro, if it makes you feel better, you did kill it. She shrugs. Like, I guess. Um, as we go in, um, Chester's going to examine cautiously the the mechanical thing like not only the like he's a little wary of the mushrooms that are growing on top of it but he's also just like scared of what is underneath because that fucking hurt okay so um what exactly are you trying to infer from this creature i'm trying to figure out a what was underneath the mushrooms if it was a being or a creation because the, okay. the sounds that came were kind of uh, halfway between each. Loot it, loot it, loot it, loot it, loot it. <laughs> I'll loot it. Okay. Uh, <laughs> in this case, it is a survival check if you're just looting it. Survival check? Survival. Oh, because of the mushrooms? Yeah, because of the mushrooms. That's what I was scared of. <laughs> usually, usually, I make looting a survival check. Oh, okay. There's like... Or, or investigation, if that makes you feel any better. Eleven. As you are uh, looking underneath the mechanical pieces of this creature, you find out that, no, there is no such biological uh, bit of this creature. This is some, uh, this was created to defend something. However, there is something that you do notice. You, you find what appears to be like a large glass tube. And inside of the glass tube appears to be something that kind of looks like a black hole. It's, the glass tube is like a part of the thing? Yes. Or? Yeah, it, it's like a part of the thing. That's what you find with your 10. 11. 11, excuse me. But who's counting? Being very careful to not touch any shrooms, uh, Chester's going to try to pry that glass tube out from the... Thing. Okay, now this is a survival check. Would anyone like to help him? I would like to help him. Can I? <laughs> so Can, yeah, you what stats would I use? <laughs> Dr. Raptor! Dr. Raptor! <laughs> I'm giving you some leverage support here. We're trying to I'm leverage a this guy out. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Do do the pottery scene from Ghost with me to get this glass tube out. Definitely picturing my hands on your hips. <laughs> Um, while they're doing that, Ro is uh, practicing her street performance, some of the dance from her street performance as a Velociraptor, because she's just curious if she can do it. Are performance you... check. <laughs> I, I, I got an 18 with the, the help. Okay. I got to ask you, too, Shelby, are you a feathered Velociraptor? Or yes. Scaly? Ah, feathered. Nice. Ooh, that was a 17 for performance. Nice. It goes without a hitch. That is one sexy dancing <laughs> velociraptor over there. Unfortunately, that is not the first time I've heard that sentence. Anyway, <laughs> um, with your 18, because of the rot 
that is on this creature, it's actually really easy to uh, pry this glass tube out from within this creature. Okay. So I got the thing? You did get the thing. Do I have any clue of what it is? Make an arcana check, and I'm going to say that you're going to need to roll high for this. Well, rolling high has not been my forte today. <laughs> oh, but hold on. 22. Ooh, that's pretty high. In your very meager lookings around into like the arcane and whatnot, there has been talk of different, there's like little bits and pieces of talks of different planes. It's very cursory, but that's the thing that jumps out in your mind. You think that somehow this thing could get you to jump planes. Interesting. Very interesting. <laughs> and Chester's just going to slide that in his pocket without really uh, talking about it to his compadres. All right. Why? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Ask me about it, Raptor. Go ahead. Ask me. <laughs> That's right, it is lucky that this thing is dead, bro. That's very good. Thank you. I've been working on my comb. Uh Pookie Pookie taps your taps your leg to basically be like, here, let me handle this. (laughs) Who taught you how to talk like that? He points to Jameson. Watch your language, Pookie. For you, (laughs) (laughs) I learned it from watching you. (laughs) All right, so uh, Chester will um, hit. (laughs) I I don't even think he's like striking the arm of the the pawn statue. I think he just gives it like a buddy like backhand tap on the arm. Yep. Uh, This time, the elevator dings gently and begins descending like a normal mechanical thing. It is a actually a lovely ride if it wasn't for the fact of the big giant metallic thing that tried to kill you. It's a bad memory. It is a bad memory. Um, but as soon as the elevator lands, uh, you land in what appears to be another eerily perfect square room with a door in front of you and a door behind you. You see in the door behind you that there are some windows, and it leads outside into the, uh, there's like a, it, there's like a rock that is sticking out of the magma flow. Mm. Roll me a perception check. All of us? Mm-hmm. Natural 20 plus mm. 3 as a velociraptor. <laughs> Uh, 13. Also 13. natural 20. Natural 20? Did you get a, you got a natural 20? Plus 3 is a velociraptor. Okay. Alright, so you perception? see, yes. you see everything. On the outside... <laughs> I can see forever! <laughs> <laughs> As you look outside of this, um, through the windows, you can see, first of all, you see, um, what appears to be a statue-making machine. And you see a rook-headed statue begin marching toward an extremely large mushroom. But the statues are stupid and they immediately fall into the lava below it. Now, the thing about this extremely large mushroom is somewhere within the, within the trunk, oh, that's what I'm going to call it, of the mushroom, 
you see some more mechanical bits, and you see a perfectly spherical thing jutting out from the mechanical bits. So it's it's mushroom, mechanical bits poking out at the bottom with... With what appears to be a very spherical device. I'm pretty oh. sure that's the eye we're supposed to get. The brain cell. The brain cell. The eye? The, we knew we were supposed cell. to get an eye. It's a different job a long time ago. Sorry, guys. And the robot chess piece thing is statue is walking towards lava? It's basically walking towards lava. So it, it keeps on making statues, and the statues keep on walking in the lava, or there's one statue walking in the lava? Uh, it keeps making statues, and it's and like lemmings, it's marching itself right into lava. Gotcha. Okay. So, uh, Manny Scoffy, Mason, the rock boy, rocks make castles, rook. So we gotta save the statues. We gotta keep them alive. Ro runs at a statue... Because her speed as a velociraptor is 50 feet and tackles one of them to keep it from going in the lava. Okay, uh, make me a strength check as a velociraptor. <laughs> two. A two. <laughs> Plus? No, minus two. I rolled a four. Oh. Velociraptor not strong. <laughs> that feels weird. I'm very dexterous. You've never seen this before where someone like... <laughs> Clotheslines themselves. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. So Velociraptor runs at statue. The statue immediately just like slaps slaps you away as you run right at it. Do I fall? Be do I? Does something happen to me? No. Just like ah. Pretty much. Ah. Now, if you crit failed, oh boy, that would have been bad. There's a really good try, Ro. <laughs> that was a try, Ro. <laughs> Can Ro, as a Velociraptor, go to stand in front of where the these guys are marching and just like try to block them? Uh, yes. Um, as you stand in the way of one of these statues' paths, they see where you are and immediately like walk around you. Still into the lava? Still into the lava. Damn it. There's like a, it's like a curved path. She sighs and hangs her head. That was a try, Ro. My friends are not helping me at all. I, I'm still gonna, can I try to tackle another one? Uh, as it's coming at you? Sure. All right, uh, roll me another strength check. Okay, this one, this one. Nine. Nine. Still is fruitless. Ah! Chester is going to cast Ray of Frost on the lava. See if he can get it cold enough to harden into rock. Ooh. I'm going to say Romeo and Arcana check. I like that. I do like it. Take advantage on that one because I like it so much. 18. 18. All right. So um, it works. It takes a little bit of a while, but the Ray of Frost causes like rocks to form. And as you s continue ray of frosting a path the uh stone statues are making a beeline toward the mushroom eventually as soon as it gets to the mushroom the the statue the one statue that finally makes it pulls out a stone sword and almost like a what is a what is a, what are those what's the little uh toys called with the little punchy men 
Oh, the little um, Rock'em rock Sock'em Robots? Ro yeah, Rock'em Sock'em Robots. Like, almost like a Rock'em Sock'em Robot. He It extends its arm <laughs> with a sword and starts hacking away at the su super large mushroom. <laughs> Are you sure he doesn't have two and he's just going... <laughs> uh, he does now. And the mushroom top pops up. <laughs> <laughs> pops up, lands in the... Uh, yeah, I'll say that, yeah. Eventually, the mushroom uh, crumbles around this thing. And eventually just rolls off into the lava. Okay. Does the spherical thing, is that still there? Yes. Surrounded by mushrooms? Not anymore. Mushrooms are completely gone. It's not completely, completely gone, but we it's not. It, you, can, you can walk around. You can get to it. No okay. problem. Guys, I think that's the brain cells we needed to get. Ro will approach the spherical object and try to grab it with her little arms. But it's kind of unsuccessful because of her little arms. So she's just kind of trying to get this thing, but keeps like missing as she's reaching out to grab it. And then she's getting frustrated. And then Chester walks up and grabs it and <laughs> tosses it in his hand. As soon as you grab it, you hear a voice in your head go, It has been a long time since a hand has. Touched my brain. I feel that, hey, brother. Yeah, we've all hit our dry spells. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. Follow on Facebook and Twitter and rate us on Apple Podcasts. Unless it's less than five stars. In which case, maybe don't. Just don't. But please rate us. Thanks, guys. <laughs>